What's up, everyone? If you were wondering how I've done this podcast, it's based off the Anchor. All you have to do is unload the Anchor app. And even better, guys, it's free. You could also possibly be getting paid to do this. I mean, all you got to do is just download the app. Speak your mind. If you ever dreamed of making a podcast or just anything, let your voice be heard. You can also be known on Spotify, Apple, or anything download. Just go on the Anchor app. What's up, everyone? This is Buzzing with Marlo. I am Warren Marlo. Today is the day. Too Strong USA is reunited. If you don't understand what I'm saying, today, my guest, Jay Too Strong. If you just heard that song, you have literally, literally have heard the shortest amount to that song. Because if you go to shows, I guarantee you, you're hearing that for 15 minutes. So, history has been made on Buzzin' with Marla. We have played J2 Strong's entrance song less than 30 seconds. History's made. But I'm so excited to talk to J2 Strong, y'all. Um, this kid, I met him three years. I was about three years in my wrestling but when he started wrestling. And me and Jay just hit it off very well. Uh, Jay's such a good person. Guy is a great worker. I still wouldn't... If y'all have heard all my past episodes, I've always had some references when I'm talking about Jay. And Jay has just been a very close friend of mine. I consider him like a brother. Uh, Jay wrestles outside of Valdosta, Georgia. Jay is a current wrestler for Spinebuster Wrestling. Spinebuster Championship Wrestling. Uh, they run in Valdosta, like I said, uh, he, he wrestles all over, but that is one of his main companies. These, I mean, Jay, when y'all hear this episode, like, literally, it's crazy to believe that how goofy this guy is and just how fun he is to be around is how serious he could actually be in the ring. Jay could actually... Like he said in his promos before, he can kick someone's head off. I've literally seen Jay's hit somebody so hard. You're hearing it through the whole locker room. We're just like, gee. Like, it blows my mind just because how goofy he is. And I'm going to just warn everybody today. It's going to be a lot of, it's going to be basically a cluster. When I say a cluster, it's going to be all over the place. Jay and me get along so well. It's been a long time since me and him reunited, so it's going to be a cluster. It's going to be a lot of laughing. It's going to be a lot of storytelling, which I love. And this is one thing I loved about doing this podcast was mainly just to reunite with all my friends, reunite with just everyone. It, it's really cool, especially around this time. We're going to talk to Jay talking about quarantine life. We're going to talk about how. He came up with this entrance that he has. Uh, I 
I'm sure everyone believes me when I say this. If you have not seen Jay Two Star and Russell, look him up on YouTube, and you will not be disappointed. Even though you might have to skip through about 15 minutes before he even gets in the ring, because Jay literally will dance all over that ring before he gets in there. Jay is known to be the Mr. Showman, and literally, you will find out what I mean by that when we talk to him too. Uh, we will talk about the time we've heard about Proc the Croc's point of view. We have heard Hold My Be Hand, Hold My Beer Hanson's point of view. Today we are getting the two strong point of view of Jay getting a shot and getting a chance to be on AEW TV, and even better, you're going to find out about a story of how Jay came up with his wardrobe. I'm still speechless on like how he's going to come up with this story on this. So so when we come back, I'm not wasting any more time. Maybe we're not going to play his song again because then he'll take more time on this podcast. But we will be coming back. We will be joined with Jay Too Strong. I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Jay Too Strong. How you doing, my friend? I am doing great and yourself. I'm doing I'm doing better now. I'm glad I'm having an episode with you after what I just dealt with. <laughs> listen, listen, well, a little bit too strong brings everyone a little happiness. I kid you not, man. Like literally I'm halfway to Yuli to take my kids to their grandparents' house just to get the kids out for the weekend, just to give the mom and me a little of a break. Just for a day, and then my tire blows completely halfway in Julie. I was like, "You just got to be kidding." Worst thing God is, God knows, I know how you feel about that. Oh, brother! Oh my gosh! I know you've had some nice little stories back in the day on the road and stuff. But did you like that introduction I just gave you? Like, I haven't done that yet. I, I love it, man. It's it, I. I, <laughs> I feel honored. No, see, I feel like now I gotta. I gotta. I gotta live up to the hype. Oh, hey, there you go, right? But hey, man. So, <laughs> how is the life of quarantine going for Mister Too Strong? Ah, quarantine. It. It, it, it's kicking my butt if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest with you, it is kicking my butt up and down a corner. I mean, I'm barely getting up at the 10, at the 10 count. <laughs> oh, man. I know it's got to be a struggle, but so, how, so what have you been up to, man? I know you've been making some Power Ranger videos. Those were pretty epic. I ain't even going I'll cameos sometimes too. <laughs> um, literally, I've been just hanging out with the boys, trying to get some ideas of great videos coming out. Mm. Like, like the little Power Ranger one, because I want to say that was a joint um, effort between me and my friend, Hold My Beer Hanson. Oh yeah, mm. we. I kind of got that discussion with him a, a couple couple hours ago about that. Um, <laughs> Jay. I just gotta say, bro, you're just probably one of the most entertaining comic guys I've ever met in my life. Like, uh, I remember, our, we're gonna just go into, we're just gonna go right at it. 
I remember that <laughs> that we did that eight man tag match. I told y'all, I'm not gonna be in that long. I go to tag you, and you stepped off the curtain. You say, "Oh, there's something in my eye." Ten minutes, and then of course you go and get the pin to win the match. Then you go, how you feeling, bro? I'm sitting there showing this stuff. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> listen, listen. And the fans, and the fans are entertaining. The fans make of anything entertaining. I'm probably like, if they're entertained, I am probably 50 times more entertained because I'm like, I did not expect this to work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, That's the secret of too strong. You kind of just, eh, will this work? If it doesn't, yeah. Eh. If it does, I love it. It's going to be a great story. <laughs> we'll just try to skip through it on the next scene. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you. I'm wondering if I can do this thing. All right, Jay. So you gotta tell tell the viewers, man. So what made you want to actually become a professional wrestler? Ooh, the million dollar question. Um, this actually <laughs> actually might seem sappy because I got I got two answers. I got the oh, you know, I I just love wrestling as, and then I actually got the true sappy answer. <laughs> So it depends oh, on what man. you want. Hey, it's podcast. It's, it's your floor, my friend. Go ahead. Uh, I give you all the, the true sappy one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so as a kid, I was introduced to wrestling, not by the TV, but by video games. <laughs> I knew it. You know, yes, like... <laughs> I had a feeling. Uh, here comes the pace, Madden vs. Raw. That's how I introduced to wrestling, and it was by my uh, my friend David. He showed me uh, wrestling, and he's like, "Oh, these guys are bigger than life. They're superstars and all this and all that." I was like, "There's no way someone's called the Big Show. You can't tell me no one's gonna name their child the Big Show or the Undertaker, Kane." <laughs> I'm like these are real. He's like, not only that, they're real too. I'm like, there ain't no way these people are real. You can't tell me he's a seven foot guy. <laughs> so like, and this this went on. I kid you not, probably like a year or so that I didn't believe him that these guys were real. Uh huh. So I will say a year later, I want to say I spent a night with him on a Friday night. And, uh, he was like, hey, 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 you want to wanna watch some wrestling? I'm like, that's a weird way saying playing, you know, some wrestling video games. But uh, sure, let's watch some wrestling. He turns, he looks at the TV, uh, not TV, but the clock, see what time it is. He's like, watch this. Turns it down to the channel. And there I see, uh, was, it, was it Friday? It was either Friday or Monday. It was um, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Getting swung on the on the post by Big Show. That was my first introduction to wrestling. <laughs> it was just the Big Show swinging Rey Mysterio to a corner post on the little uh, Gertie thing. Was this when he was on a stretcher? Yeah, on the stretcher. Yes, it was on the stretcher. That was my first introduction to wrestling. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 
That was way out there. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you're, you're just probably sitting there like that poor little man. <laughs> I I was scared. <laughs> you know, when you were a kid, the guy in the mask is one well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I knew that was going to get thrown in there eventually. <laughs> I knew that one was getting there. You know, man, you know, even you, you're a kid, but you, you love the masks. It's like, uh, you don't know what they look like. So they, they're a superstar all of a sudden. They big, they're even bigger than bigger than life. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember, I'm going to just say it. Like, literally, I remember when Turner had gave me the idea of a character. I told him, okay, I want to do the USA character. That's fine. And he goes, right. how do you feel about being under a mask? And I was like, what? A mask? Like, I'm not no flippy-diffy guy. And he looked at me and goes, you won't have to do all that. Which, he kind of lied on that part, too. Clearly, you see the mask. <laughs> and then, um, he was like, oh, it will be so over. You will be so good at it. And I was like, okay, why not? So, I picked the idea of mask and everything. And I was just like, okay, you know what? I like it. Because literally, you know this by experience. I laugh, and I try to break people out of their damn character in the mask. So, me being in a mask, at least the crowd can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) At least the crowd could not be like, oh my gosh, this guy's literally faking this. Like, what the heck is going on? Like, I'm sitting there laughing. I'm sitting there laughing, getting my head kicked in and stuff. And I'm just like, this is great. My wife texts me after the show. She texts me after the match. She goes, are you really hurt? Like, I'm almost in tears. And I'm just like, it was a good show. <laughs> yeah. See, you think a lot of people, I like, get I, like, <laughs> like, I get that message a lot. It was like the whole, dude, are you all right? And to me personally, whenever I hear that, I'm like, Okay, I did good then. Yes. But if no one's actually like, how are you feeling? Exactly. It's like, I didn't do my job right then. I didn't do my job. I remember the match that I did with Jamie when I took the power drivers. You were at that show. And you even were wondering, like, am I selling or did I really hurt myself? <laughs> and I remember everyone was a little nervous when I went back there. I said, Man, that's how you pull on a man. <laughs> and y'all looked at me, you son of a bitch. Listen, if you can work the boys, you work you the fans. Lake City? <laughs> exactly. You remember in Lake City, the fans were trying to go out in the back of the building oh. to see if I was really yeah. hurt. Wasn't it like a little kid? You remember that? Wasn't it like some kid really trying to sneak in? Yeah, like they were crying. <laughs> yeah, there was like a little kid trying to sneak in and everything. I was like, this is how you do it. And, and I remember Turner used to get mad at me. He was like, you just kind of stole the spotlight for everybody. I said, that's how you do a main event. <laughs> you want to be talked about. And Jamie even went back. He's like, dude, I really thought I killed you for a second. <laughs> I was like, hey, there you go. But, uh, All right, Jay. I've gotten, I've gotten Proc's point of view, and I've gotten Hold My Beard's point of view on the AEW gig. Let's have the Mr. Too Strong point of view. The Too Strong point of view of AEW. What, were you, what was going through your mind? Oh. What was going through your mind? I could already tell you were probably nervous. Here's the thing. I was. I was. Okay, so um, going there, <laughs> I remember, because Hanson was was the guy who actually got the call. So, hey, uh, if, you got, if you want, you can come down here and do some video for us. And he was like, hey, we can, uh, yeah, you might about bringing like a, a, a car full? 
It's like so he hits us up and um, he's like, okay, uh, AJ wants to do this on with us. And me being me, I'm like, you mean a different company, right? Because oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't believe AEW. Like, <laughs> you can't blame me. Someone's like, yo, man, AEW just no. Someone from AEW just messaged me saying they want to do a video. Um, I want to bring you with me. He's probably like AEW. Yeah. Like, exactly. I'm thinking he's messing up the initial. Like, you mean this? You mean the other company? No, no, no. AEW. I'm like, what? So he's like, yeah, yeah. So he said, like, okay, so here's what you need to do. Uh, meet me here. Uh, be ready right now, and we're gonna be on the road at this point. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to be on AEW. I'm about to be on AEW, baby. I'm about to go national. I'm about to be the. I'm about to be. <laughs> I'm talking so much ish that I'm like, I'm about to be. <laughs> my booking fee about to go up. To- I remember. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, like, literally, I was wondering why you and Sam were pushing to watch AEW so bad. I'm like, oh my God, are they that, that serious of a mark right now? I get it's in Georgia, <laughs> but like, dang, like. Y'all better be on this show. I wanted to message you. I was like, you better be on this show. You've been sitting here marking everybody on this. And then I I see your skin. I was like, oh, you got to be I was like, oh, that's, that's why, right there. All right, keep going, bro. Sorry it's to interrupt you on I'm that. I'm talking like, my, my buggy be about to come two hot dogs and 18 handshakes from everyone. <laughs> I'm about to get that bread, buddy. So, um, and then he hits me with something that I wasn't expecting. They're saying, um, we need you to dress in your best country hillbilly biker look. Oh, my God. Yes, I got <laughs> and you, you know how I look. I don't really give up, like, the hillbilly vibe. Like, I'm like, it's like, yeah, I need you to wear some boots, uh, maybe some uh, some wife beaters, you know, make yourself look, uh, you know, like a hillbilly or like a biker gang. And then I remember just like looking at that message for about five minutes, not replying. And then <laughs> here's what I do. I go in, I go into my bathroom, turn all lights on. I take a picture of my face and I say, it is with a caption. Does this look like the face of a biker? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like the day before, I just did a clean shave, so I'm like proper baby face right now, <laughs> clean cut everything. I'm like nothing about me looks rough and gruddy. <laughs> I was like, mmm. <laughs> so I remember just like messaging oh all my, my all of my redneck friends, like, okay, how can I, uh, you know. Get, how do I become more of a biker? Yeah, <laughs> so they're like, ah, oh, you know, dirty up your 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 clothes, get some uh, really banged up jeans, buy some boots, and I'm like, where do you? No lie, dude, you look like the black shot. Like, <laughs> like it was, uh, I saw the hat and everything. I marked out on that part. I was like, this son of a gun. He wanted to be Shawn Michaels in this day. Right, right. I loved it. It was like it was like a mixture of Shawn Michaels and what's that gimmick? The the Chinese uh, uh, cowboy. Um, and uh, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, Yang Yin. Uh, uh, cowboy yeah, Yang or something uh, cowboy, like that. Cowboy. Uh, yeah, it's something like that. Cowboy Yang something. 
Oh man, I'm gonna think about that. But, yeah, man, I sat there. I, I, I guarantee you, I will text you by the end of the night, and we will know that, man. I'm, a, I'm not I'm, even gonna kid you. I'm gonna look at my cold sweat. This cowboy, this name. Cowboy Jimmy Yang. Yang. Jimmy Wayne Yang. Yes, Cowboy Jimmy Yang. Yes, yeah, Wayne Yang. Yeah, Wayne Yang. I sat here and marked out on this. Like I noticed you first. Which is sad. You were standing right next to Proc. I should have known Proc. <laughs> Proc was wearing his, basically what we see him in every day. Yes. But and then I saw Sam in the white beater tank top, and I was just like, and when Preston message, when Preston uh put the caption saying also Johnny Maverick on the Facebook, I was like, I didn't see Maverick, <laughs> so I had to watch this four times, and I couldn't get over the fact you're sitting there beating the ring, sitting there like this, and I'm just like. I can't look at anybody else. I'm just watching the Shawn Michaels of two strong over here. Like, and then I finally see Maverick in the very back, and over. I was like, "Oh man, that camera really blinded on me." Like, I didn't know. But uh, no, so I'm literally the night before. I am like looking everywhere. I'm like, okay, maybe I can. Buy this, make you look more of a more of a you know redneck look, maybe more of a biker look. So I'm like going around trying to find clothes because I will say right now in my dresser, like in my dresser, and ain't all my clothes. I wear primarily black jeans. Black jeans. Mm-hmm. I have a few blue jeans. And your two yes, I'm like t-shirt. I have like you know like in the cartoons where you open the drawer and just like a whole bunch of two. You got like seventy two strips. Literally, I think every shirt you own is a too strong shirt. I really believe it. I remember remember people used to rib me and you so bad because they're like, Warren, obviously it's a good thing you're in a mask because obviously we could say, hey, you're a fan of your American Project character because he's like, because I remember everyone used to rib me saying, you wear more AP shirts than you probably wear your regular shirts sometimes. I'm like, yeah, you got to. Like, that's fine. I bought it. You got to take pride in it. <laughs> exactly. It's like how many how many people actually have their own t-shirts? Well, at that time you're in that still that wrestling dream, like, oh my god, I got my own shirts type scenario. And then it's like, okay, maybe they're all wrestlers have their own shirts. Yeah. Like, well, you know what? I take pride in my shirt. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, hey. So so you were looking at clothes, whatever, so what made you finally come up with the idea? Okay, so it was literally what my friend was like, okay, it's going to be simple. We'll get you some blue jeans. We'll dirty them up. I was like, how are you going to dirty them up? Just put them in some mud, and then we'll let them dry in the sun. <laughs> you live in Georgia, Jay. I'm pretty sure that's not hard to find. Uh, listen, listen. <laughs> and you, you'll be surprised how hard it is to find dirt. Um, find, like, dirt and mud when you're actually looking for it. <laughs> it's like, when I'm driving, like, oh, there's a lot of dirt and mud over there. So, I kid you not. It's always when you need it. It's always where it's going. I'm looking over here. Like, I, I would go out of my house, and I'm looking for, like, some mud and dirt just to throw my pants in to make it look dirty. <laughs> for an hour, and I can't find nothing. I'm like, is this a little wet? Nope. I don't have any water. So just, just imagine. Just, it's like 10 o'clock at night. So I'm like walking around like, is this dirt? You just got a cup of water and just poured it See, on I, I, Listen, I'm too strong, not too smart. 
so I'm looking around. That is gonna be a new catchphrase on a T-shirt. Uh, yeah, listen, listen. If, I'm too strong, not too smart. People, listen. People hate me. They just yell, oh, "That's too stupid, man. You too stupid." I'm like, ah, dang it, man. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of my name. So many insults can be used towards it. <laughs> but <laughs> so I'm looking for like dirt or any type of mud to That's make my pants hurt. dirty. <laughs> and I can't find anything. So I'm like, dang it, I can't do that. Then I'm like, you know what? I can I can just wear a white beater. Boom, I can dirty up a white beater somehow. You know? He's like, oh yeah, get some coffee coffee and uh you know and you can like tan it like that so i'm like all right i don't mm-hmm. really own a on a like a white wife beater so i'm going to walmart i'm like i'm about to buy me a wife beater i'm about to buy you a wife beater i'm about to buy me some coffee mm-hmm. i go to walmart they ain't no wife beaters there no white wife beaters there <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking. It's when you look at it, <laughs> exactly. So, so they're like, oh no, AW needs me to be no, looking like this. Like, I'm like, actually, like, hey, you got any white, be- a white wife beaters? I'm like, uh, uh, no, we don't have none. I'm like, dang it, dang it. So, I'm looking at white beaters, like, I guess I can go for the colorful ones? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> so, I just buy a pack and it's like, any color of the rainbow. I'm like, I can't wear that one. Looks too good. <laughs> so I'm like, so now not only do I have these pants on that are clean, I have me a clean looking wife beater. So literally, I just look really well dressed at that point. I'm like, I don't. And then it's like, like I didn't even get boots because I'm like, oh no, I don't have boots. Yeah, you can borrow my boots. I'm like, okay, cool. Go over there to try his boots on. They don't fit. Oh man! <laughs> so everyone else, everyone else is looking, you know, like nice backwoods, gruff and tough. It's like, yeah, so like, it's like, it, it is like a pan shot. You got like Hanson. He looks like the, the beer drinking guy who, who always, you know, has a fight ready to go. Proc looks proper backwards. Like he's about to mess you up if you talk to him the wrong way. Uh, Maverick's over here looking like the baddest guy in the world who's about to slit your throat if you even look at him. And then here's me, baby face clean, clean cut, clean shirt, clean jeans. <laughs> With the, with, with, just like with the biggest smile on my face, just like I'm like I have I don't have the hat at this point. I'm like I'm looking at everyone. Just looks like one of God didn't dress up. I kind of flick my shirt like oh, I'm the toughest guy here. Uh, mm. <laughs> so. Hans <laughs> is like, hey, I have a cowboy hat if you want this. And I'm like, you know what? Might as well. So I grab a cowboy hat and he has these little goggles. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to steal these goggles too. I'm going to put the goggles on the hat and boom. <laughs> That's how I got my AEW clothes. There you go. Hey, hey that's awesome. Just think of the story you could tell people. Like, this is how you met Cody Rhodes. Exactly. <laughs> like, he was dressed like this. No. And you have a 
and you have an amazing story about the entire day and you finding clothes for it and it's not there. Like, exactly. I've had that. Like, you remember that movie? You remember that movie, Jingle All the Way? Yes. With Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he's trying to get the Turbo Man action figure. Mm-hmm. I love using that that uh, terminology more than anything. I was like, everywhere was sold out of Turbo Man. You can never find them. Like, I feel like that's the way with T-shirts. And the funny thing about when you said the dirt thing, I, I kind of just fell on the ground laughing on that <laughs> one. But, <laughs> but I mean, hey, that's that's still awesome, bro. So, you got to tell me. Did you mark out? Here's the thing. I did, but I oh, didn't. like, um, I was like, we rolled up at, uh, um, we rolled to, uh, um, Darby, Allen, um, Darby Allen's place. Abbott, I keep saying something, his last name. <laughs> and we rolled up at his place, and we're just like, I'm like, quiet I'm like it's, it's him it's the guy it's the guy it's the guy guys it's the guy it's guys guys it's the guy <laughs> but we, don't, we don't even see him first we see so, see someone else and we're just i'm looking at him and we get out of the car and first word he says is so do y'all normally dress up like that <laughs> and the first thing that popped in my head is they, 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 they're ribbing us. They're ribbing us because we were rid of fresh ones here. I'm like, they're, they're ribbing us. They, mm-hmm. they, they just did this to see if they can get a whole bunch of southern boys to drive all the way over here <laughs> in dumb outfits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love how Ben Hansen with terminology said, "Y'all look like the devil rejects." That was the <laughs> I, I thought it was so. Cool. I, I I couldn't get over on that terminology. And then I just love how, like, when I ask all y'all the stories, like, because I've also interviewed Hanson and Proc. And um, I just love the fact how y'all just sit here and y'all got so many great stories just going on about that day. Like, I, I like yours is a great example. Like, you're talking about a story of how you had to find a tank top and pants in Georgia. Then we have a space to that in Georgia. <laughs> and you're looking for dirt and mud in J2 Strong, Georgia. <laughs> I would say that's like you can just go out in the back of your yard and find that. So. <laughs> No, because it was like that it was, was super dry. Everything was dry. So I was like, oh, there's no dirt here. There's no mud here. So I was like walking, walking, <laughs> just looking for dirt. It's like I, I felt like going to like downtown with like a little sign. We'll wrestle for a cup of dirt or mud <laughs> and or mud. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, the things you got to do for wrestling, right? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. That's great. God knows, um, I got so many more so stories. All that, so, oh, trust me, you know you're gonna have more episodes coming up. <laughs> to you. I, I, like I was so excited when I finally got you to get the clarification. I love the fact when I was filming. I don't usually say this, but when I was doing Prox interview, literally, I get a message from you going. I'm ready to go whenever you're ready. Like, <laughs> I was like, so he clearly knows I got a podcast now. Like, there you go. He just found out about his tag team partner. And go figure, I'm interviewing his partner. And he's like, 
I'm ready whenever you are. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about y'all's tag team. All right, go ahead. I didn't think you could really run really with a tag team because I just thought you would be so much better as a singles competitor right now. Just because, no offense, bro, you don't look like you're the toughest man in the room, but by gosh, doggone it, boy, you could kick somebody's <laughs> head off. I'm not even going to throw that a lie in there. You throw one of the stiffest forearms I've seen in wrestling for a while, and I love it because when you look at you, literally you're like, okay, this guy could be really entertaining with his fit, but your stuff is believable. One thing I'll say about all you spine buster guys, y'all lay y'all stuff in. And it's really rare to actually see people actually laying their stuff in nowadays. Clearly, y'all are trained from Preston Paradise. And, Par- and Preston is not the, the lightest hitter no, no, in the no, world not either. At, not at all. <laughs> I, remember, I remember a couple of shows, I could hear Preston chopping the heck out of the person in the back. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, thank gosh, I am not out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my so goodness! That, that's the calling card of the spine busters. We all, but A was like, if they hit it hard, A was like, "Yep, those are spine buster boys." <laughs> no, actually, to go off subject a little bit on this, I actually made a joke with uh, Hanson on this, and I said, "It's pretty funny. I'm sure all of y'all have a spine buster in y'all's move set." And I said, "But I've never seen Jay have one." And he told me, "Yeah, he did I do one. one." And I was like, "No." Nah. <laughs> I was like, I don't I do. believe it. I was like, I need to see film or proof. And then he was like, yeah, it's a mixture of the rock and Batista. So I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I will gladly send you a video. I love, I love my spine buster. I, I love name for the move. I love it because how I pin people after it is so, it's so me. I just so. love the fact when you asked me, I remember when you asked me about the Finn Balor kick. And you're like, I love the fact that you're doing it. I watch one of your matches. You do the Finn Balor kick. <laughs> I was like, this son of a gun. I was like, oh, did he really message me? Was that kind of asking me, hey, can I do your move? Like, cool, whatever. I was like, I haven't seen people doing it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with it. Then I watched Jay's match, one of the opening spots. Shotgun drop kick in the corner. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, all right, Jay. I was like, hey, you got my approval. I mean, it's not like it's like literally my move or anything, but I was like, okay, there we go. Why not? Jay's got a thousand moves, so why not take that one too? (laughs) So I have a a philosophy on that with like the whole that's my move versus your move. Because my finish is a super kick in the year of 2020. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I fear for people that think that's just <laughs> And my whole – I remember people always say, like, hey, uh, man, you might need to change your move to a super kick. And I always tell them, hey, listen, a lot of people say that. And I, I never, like, say, hey, no, I, I like my move this much that I'm doing this. My – I have a philosophy of let's say uh, someone goes into a match and they hit five super kicks, okay? And they don't win mm-hmm. with it. And they can't put someone down. That's a waste. That's a waste. Now let's say if I go into the match, I hit one, it's over. And it's done. Yeah. I feel like that's the biggest problem with wrestling right now, bro. Like literally, 
me and you could talk about this numerous times. You were an example of this when you first started out. I remember some matches with you when you would do like so many dang false finishes. I'm just like, he better be winning. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> I was just like, all right. I mean, you were a fan of the game, man. You love, you love wrestling. And I mean, the one thing I, and I'm sure you back me up on this. I feel like the one reason why you are so over is your doggone internet. <laughs> that thing is so catchy. I will joke with people so much, and I go, there's nobody I have known in wrestling. I've been in there for six years. I might not have been in the longest, but that's a pretty good time to have the longest interest as Jay Strong. I- <laughs> Jay, I remember when we would sign – like, people would ask, like, how many minutes do you think our match is going to go? And I go, first of all, am I under Jay's match? And they're like, yeah, the one time I was because we were in the scramble and we were going right after y'all's match. And I was like, well, you need 15 minutes just for him. Exactly. To exactly. So, uh, here's the thing with the entrance. The entrance is the first thing that people are going to see. <laughs> see. Oh, I, I get that. But, dude, you – I, you will dance all over the ring. That's the one best part about it. And I'm just sitting there like, I remember one time we were in the, and when we did that match, I was like, Jay, if you don't get your behind <laughs> in the ring, moonwalk yourself. I'm not getting it in that ring until so everyone that, cares about me. That's honestly my philosophy of like, I'm not getting that ring until I can understand that everyone in this thing cares about me. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, you are Mr. Spotlight. I will not deny it. I love being in the matches with you. I remember when I announced that, hey, I'm ready to kind of go my own way and I'm going to start doing more bookings outside. And you're like, let's do a death match. Yeah, I'm like, what? Man, come on. First match, death, like, death match, baby. He was, he was like, well, it's my dream. And I was like, what, to have a death match with me? He said, no, I'd do it with anybody, but you just gave the option, so <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to just go find Tommy. Obviously, we'll, I'm sure he would have an idea for this. He'd be like, all right, let's get a death match, thumbtacks and everything else. I remember one match, you actually did Snow Angels in the dag. Oh, oh, I remember. Because <laughs> it was like, all right, I'm going to show my crazy side. I remember when you took the hit toss and you said, I completely missed all the thumbtacks. No, I like, no, you were I remember what it was. I took I was a bump like, into the thumbtacks. And, like, I was prepared. And you there, there was a clean bump in all of it. Like, Dan is here. There was, like, a thousand of them. I know. I cringed. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Jay is going to hurt like crazy today. And you come in the back here like, let's do another one. <laughs> no. I'm like, what? He's like, all he did. I was like, I had one thumbtack on me. I was like, I had one thumbtack. Yeah, you had that one thumbtack. It was in the complete opposite direction. But you had... <laughs> exactly. And I was like, if I would have gotten that match, I guarantee you it would have been in my back, it would have been in my legs, my arms, everything. And I was like, and the sad thing is, it obviously had to be with Jay. Because out of anyone else, they would have been covered in that. Because you flipped completely in them, and I see you hop up, and there's only <laughs> one thumbtack on you. Tommy even came in the back like, that sound like I didn't even get any. Like, I was like, that's crazy. See, like, 
I was like, I'm sure so ECW guys would have wanted that. <laughs> I just remember, like, I, I feel like that's my uh, stat in wrestling is that I am just super lucky. Because, like, I've, I've, I've walked away from stuff that probably I uh, should not have. Because I remember, like, um, I forgot what bump did you see me do. It was like, because, you know, I love to take, like, a back suplex. And I love to take the, oh, my God, he landed on his neck bump. <laughs> so remember, uh-huh. uh, I think you actually got me to start doing. I think I actually had you start selling on that. Because me and you were, like, the very first two to actually start standing on our tracks when we would actually, like, take a bump, whatever, and, like, just kind of, like, sell it up. Because, you remember, we wanted to do that stone-cold flop where the rock would flop all over the ring. Oh, yeah. Those? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Some fun times, but But, all right, man, I got to ask you, so what – so how many titles Ooh. have you won since you've been I, in wrestling? Uh, dude, I've only won uh, – held um... – Technically three titles, but one of them I held twice. I've held the uh, Sun Belt Tag Team Champions with Proc. I've held also held the Pose Tag Team Champions at the same time with him, and I've won the uh, the Spinebuster Spartan Championship twice. Okay, let's talk about that last match that you won the Spartan Championship. I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. All I know you is from being very jokative, being funny or whatever but dude you could be really serious at times and this match made you this match proved to the fact that you could be an entertainer to an extent but man that just the feelings of how you performed in that match because people were not used to you i know the spine buster crowd they are so invested in your storyline and the storyline between you and mako was Glory. I will say that completely. Glory. I have never seen a very serious side of you in a match like that. Talk about it. Oh, God. If we're talking about that match, oh, we actually, um, it looked painful. To, Let's just put it that oh, way. It was. It was. It's like, if we talk about that whole rivalry, I think my best match. I wouldn't say that it was the match leading up to that, which was the uh, it, I ran a gauntlet match mm-hmm. to get that number one contendership. Yeah, but I'll talk about that one later. The hardcore match, though, with me and Mako, I just remember going in there thinking uh, my first thought before I hit that curtain was, I hope they 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 still care about me. <laughs> I mean, Hold on, we do need to tell the listeners like that point of view. The biggest thing, and this was one of my biggest problems too, why I didn't try to quit or whatever when I was hurting, whatever, because that's the biggest picture of wrestling. You never want to take time off. When you take time off, it's like an erase button, and that's your name that's getting erased out of nowhere. And clearly, that's our biggest fear. We don't want to be forgotten. We bust our butts off to get to a certain storyline. We bust our butts to be one of the guys that they talk about. When you thought of my character, you thought of CCW. You knew I was all CCW. You knew when you go to see Cotton Continental Championship Wrestling, nine times out of ten, you were, you were invested in wanting to know what's going on with AP storyline, whatever. Now, Jay Too Strong, Spinebuster. I can tell you right now, they definitely didn't forget about you. 
Because um, <laughs> I remember the first thing I hit the curtains and just like the way, not even like the curtain, as soon as people heard that iconic, I say that in quotation marks, pull the trigger. I just heard people start yelling too strong. And I was like, oh, oh, oh I got, I got, actually got goosebumps thinking about it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's no feeling like that, bro. Like, since I've been out of the ring, can you believe I've been out of the ring almost two years now? Whew. Yeah. Whew. Imagine my first bump. I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think yeah, of what too strong does. But um, that's the main thing of what we do, what we do, is that the audience, the crowd, the adrenaline is like no other. All right. Tell us. Go ahead and tell, finish it out. And bro. I just remember um, going in the match because – like you said, the fans had only known me as happy-go-lucky, I'll say a quick joke here, and then promptly kick a guy's teeth in, J2 Strong. Yep. So I just remember this whole time, I was like, you know what, I, I want to show these guys. I want to show them that Jay can be – Jay, like, I'm going to show them what Too Strong means when he's not joking around anymore. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always been like the whole – I can take a punishment and dish it out. This time I want to be like, nah, I'm not just going to take this punishment. I'm going to put everything I have into hurting this guy. Oh, yeah. And making it seem as real as a fight as possible. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I was never going to this match. And um, I, and I would give a thousand props to Hunter Mako. He's actually one of the people who's like, come on, we need to do this type of match. I'm like, you're oh, right, yeah. but it doesn't mean I want to agree. <laughs> I, I when I thought of that when I thought of well for a while actually you got hurt right after I left I remember that yes it was you um, were asking the, me you kept asking me you go hey is this a gimmick I remember you and Maverick were messaging me nonstop when I said man I missed this I missed this I'm gonna miss this and y'all kept asking me like is this a work like what's going on here and I found out you got hurt. And I was like, oh, man. Like, I, and I thought, I didn't know what was going to happen with you. And I kept up with you and stuff. And I, and I know you were going through a lot with it and everything. But, dude, oh. I said that from the beginning. I even told Proc, I was like, when he does come back, he has to be serious. Because the way that story was, you had to come back that way. It would not have been a good story if you did come back as that giggly type scenario. Because you should have been the man on the mission to kick their heads in. You know what I mean? Oh, and I feel like I've, like, it's slowly been showing because I maybe mean, more people's songs like, Jay, you are getting a lot more aggressive as you come back. And I'm like, someone try to take your arm, if someone ripped your arm out of socket and then oh, yeah. for the past four months gloated about it, you want to be angry? <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what I call wrestling, a violent theatric. And that's one thing I think only us are the best at doing. For Because like I said, for a fan-wise, you always are going to get a reaction when you go to a wrestling show. Regardless if you believe it's fake or whatever, you're going to be one of those guys that's booing somebody, booing the biggest heel, or you're going to be cheering for the biggest baby face. Or maybe even the small guy, whatever. But you always have a feeling. And I love the story between you and Mako. You and Mako clicked really well from the whole beginning. Obviously, y'all were all that close-knit group, whatever. And I remember Mako even made some comments before saying that he would love to have a match with you when you were really serious. And when you're serious, bro, like, there ain't no one getting you. 
That's like, all right, man, it's time to turn that switch off, buddy. Go back to being the big league guy. We don't like this guy. Like, what's going on here? Like, I was speechless when I watched the match because I was not used to you being that way. And I knew for a fact you had to be it. And, dude, I even popped when you came out of that gauntlet thing. I was like, yeah, my boy's back. Let's go. And I even messaged you that day. I said, welcome back. Even you go like, yeah, it's been two days ago, though, but thanks. I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> it's me. It's like, listen, I'm, I'm not going to be sentimental. <laughs> man, welcome back. Uh, man, it's, no, it was two days ago. Maybe did it like two days ago. Maybe I would have been happy, but. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but, yeah, man. So, uh, you got to tell us. So, um, what is the futures for Mr. J. Toothstrong? The future J too strong. Is that a too strong future? The future is too strong. As I say that, I'm pulling out some really cool shades. You need to come out to a boombox and a disco ball. I would I, that that fit perfect for you. Like, like a Halloween show. I won't no, kid you. for a so Halloween, Halloween show, I am begging you to do this. Come out and impersonate Michael Jackson. I am begging it. It would be the most epic thing. Or come out as that Shawn Michaels character that you came out with. <laughs> now he's famous. That's a famous guy yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he's all five uh, seconds of fame, man. Like, hey, he's more famous than most people right now. But, uh, no, the future of J2 Strong... I always had an idea of I either like my my one of my main goals is to go to New Japan. Because mm, I, I think I even told you this like back in the day. He's like, yeah, New Japan is where I want like because God knows I would love to go to WWE or AEW. I would love to do that, mm-hmm. but I would prefer like bro going into one of their schools. I want to build up my own name. I want to go to things like Ring of Honor, maybe even Impact. And we're in New Japan. I want to build myself self there and learn all these, even Lucha Underground. Like I want to learn all these different types of styles of wrestling. Because I got some of the... So I got that sort uh, of style Lucha Underground still, Is Lucha Underground still going? I thought I, I they believe they are. Are they done? Ah, oh no, oh no! I'm showing, I'm showing my interest in that. Oh no! There you go, there you go your future. Yeah, they're oh, coming to this podcast. This is gonna be this podcast. Where the, oh, you know, we wanted a book yet, but <laughs> we wanted a book yet, but remember on this podcast on this exact day when you said it at this minute mark, you didn't care about us. <laughs> We matter. <laughs> but no, man. But no, I'm going to win. This might as well cost me a contract. <laughs> the verbal contract. But um, remember Jackson Castle? You uh, remember yes, Jackson yes, Castle? I do. Well, now it's Tommy yeah. Maddox now, but he told me about his experience in New Japan. He said it was amazing. Like, and I, the biggest thing I was curious about when he worked there, and I was like, dude, how do you call a match with someone who don't speak English? He said, I was nervous about that. And he was like, he said, but the first guy he was in the ring with, he spoke pretty good English. 
the second one, whatever, he just winged with it and they just went with the movies and just beat the living car out of each other. And Jackson said, you learn so much from that. And like his workouts now have also changed from when he goes, when he went to New Japan. And he's already went twice, actually. Ooh. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, the, I mean, my character, I don't know if I would have lasted well, but clearly my six years right now and I'm where I'm at now. So, yeah. Clearly, obviously, New Japan probably wouldn't been my idea. <laughs> See, a lot of people say that. I'm always person who's like, "Dude, Japan, they're gonna kick your, they're gonna kick your tail real good." I'm like, Which I didn't mean no. I didn't, I didn't care if I took a beating. Clear, if you watched all my damn matches, I'm, I'm taking a beating through the whole match. Like I used to do the terminology. I am the Rocky Balboa of wrestling. You might see me get two moves in the beginning, the beginning, middle of the match, whatever. I'm getting dropped back down, whatever. I, I and most of the time I win. The times I win, I'm getting the tar beat out of me, like, <laughs> like you. You took a beating too. <laughs> like I love comparing you and me together. Like we're the one. We're like literally the wrestling dummies of wrestling. <laughs> like we literally get the beatings, but we get the crowd, <laughs> we get the crowd behind us. And I mean, honestly, their ma- our matches get talked about after the shows sometimes. That's what that's what you want. And and I feel like obviously, yeah, you might have a fifty fifty chance. Usually in my matches, whatever, I'll just be like, you know what, we'll go in there and we'll do what we we feel like what we feel like. You, I know on other hands, you'd be like, All right, I'm gonna kick your head in first spot, blah, 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 and not do a doggone thing with it. You just wanna just be funny and just try to like Freak the guy out and be like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna take the kick in the first part of this match. Like, what what's gonna happen here?" <laughs> I remember we did that with the tag. No, no, you're no, like, no, "All right." No, no. I remember the tag. You're like, "We're gonna do a hip toss out of the ring. Me and you're gonna do a somersault on two guys out of the ring." And I'm like, "Yeah, one of the guys has scoliosis. Yeah, that's a great idea. Sure, let's just think that one through." And we're like, "Forget it." <laughs> I was like, "All right, yeah. cool. Let's do that too." But, um, yeah, yeah, so that's, that's, that's just a strong style. Yeah, I'm, exactly. Uh, I used to joke around with people. Calling there, I'm going to kick you in the face, okay? Cool then? Yeah, exactly. So, New Japan, I could see you definitely fitting in with that for a fact. I would definitely – I could definitely see that without a doubt. Um, Like you said, Impact and stuff, I think I can see you, Proc, Mako, Hanson – Maverick, if Maverick and Preston obviously would be able to wrestle a little bit longer, I could all see all of y'all going into TNA or something. Because, dude, y'all, <laughs> y'all know wrestling. Y'all know the sport. Y'all know the psychology of the ring. Y'all know how to pay your dues. Like, I like to compare y'all with CCW also, but to an extent, y'all actually, y'all, y'all help each other out. And, and all y'all's wrestling styles are not the same. And I know you could agree with me on that, too. Because most wrestling schools right now, most of them you could tell which school they come out of because of their style in the ring. And the one thing I loved about what Turner would taught me was he taught me certain amounts, but he also was like, okay, but you need to do it in your own way. And you saw a little bit. I came up with – the funny thing is that I remember – and I love doing – I love saying this screw job because I remember I, me and Noah were in the ring, whatever. And I was going over this one move, and me and Noah was like, we love this move. We're going to go show Turner and see what he thinks of it. 
So we go in. He shoots me off in the ring, whatever. Shoots me on the ropes. I duck one clothesline. I go to slide under him. I was going to kick his leg in and try to grab his head out of it. Get him in a nice little cool little headlock out of it. Like, obviously, you tell a story. You kick <laughs> him in the leg, and obviously, you can catch him in it with a headlock, right? That did not go planned. Yeah. So what happened was I slide under his legs. I grab his arm, and it looks like an arm drag. He flips over me, and I just have his arm standing up with my knee. Chris looks at me and goes, I like that. I was like, this was not the move, but okay. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing like, hey, that's the how many moves are actually <laughs> happening just from little screw-ups. Like, and the funny thing is I don't really see anybody really doing that move still. And I've actually gave you the idea of doing it, and you're like, no, that's your move. He's like, yeah, no, yeah. that's okay. And I was like, oh, so that's... you actually want to say that's my move, but you sit there and take my shotgun drop kick? Sure, why not? Listen, listen. We're gonna listen. This out here. I'm, I am I am 95% legs. Kicking is all oh, I, I have. <laughs> I remember when you told me when you were starting to watch Finn Balor and you're like, I'm him, but different color. And and I love when you say different color, you go, I'm just more tan. I'm more tan I'm than Finn I'm just a I'm just a wee bit tanner than Finn Balor. Just a wee bit. <laughs> I remember because I walked around all the time, just like a really bad Irish accent. Just, I'm, I'm just a wee bit, I'm just a wee bit tanner than him, you know, just, just a really shotgun. Just around the whole locker room. I'm the Hannah. I'm, so you got, you got the Prince Finn Balor. I'm the tanned one Finn Balor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean. I know. I mean, honestly, just the personality with you, bro, is just second to none. And, like, when I did this podcast, I even messaged Hanson after I did his. I was like, you know we're doing a part two. And he said, let's do it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to get all three of y'all together for one. And, oh, um, I would love it. I would love that. Oh, it's going to be a major cluster then. But the sad thing is only Proc will be the only serious one out of all, three, out of all four of us. So, and, and that was the funniest thing. I, I could be serious. I know, but literally, for some weird reason, I'm very serious to an extent. But when I'm around you, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I have that effect with people. I remember the shows, I'm literally just seeing you wrestling in the ring. I'm like, Jay, you're supposed to be working a match that's probably like 20 minutes long today. And he's like, well, I had to just get my sweat in. Uh, he's like, I didn't want my tan to wear off. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the future is obviously going to New Japan or something like that. Um, when do you know for sure that you'll be able to start taking bookings again? Ooh, actually, I'm taking bookings pretty recently. Cause um, no, not recently. I think I'm planning on trying to start taking bookings, but. My whole thing is like, because this whole situation that I actually started finding fascinating just to see how people, you know, react to stuff like this, you know, because no matter what, we, we were living in a time where this is going to be a major thing and schools were like, oh, yeah, you know, in 2020, you know, this stuff happened and people told me someone's textbook and be like, okay, oh, it, like you're pretty much part of history right now. And I'm yeah. actually kind of looking forward to like this to see how the uh, wrestling industry changes. Because I'm like, because you already know 
you already know like people are gonna be like, okay, they want more distance, so you're not gonna be able to, you know, promoters aren't gonna be able to uh uh jam everyone in there like tuna try to get as much yeah. seats as possible. Well at the same time, I, I know some wrestlers aren't gonna be they're not gonna wanna do it right off the get go either. Yeah, because like, no one wants to be that first guy. Like people might want to be to be like, okay, we make some money, but no one wants to be that first one to uh, you know, open yeah. up and then all of a sudden they, they have a case. Yeah, I yeah, I agree with you on that. Um other than that, uh tell me what so who who you side you on more, AEW or WWE? Go. Oh no. <laughs> Don't make me choose. No pressure. No pressure, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, oh. So is NXT part of WWE or are you just saying like SmackDown Raw? I, I, I definitely include NXT. I really watch NXT more than I watch Raw and SmackDown now, to be honest with you. <sighs> listen, see, see, I feel like I shouldn't ask because that, again, AEW is going to listen to this podcast and be like, <laughs> AEW is going to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> no, no, what I mean, like, obviously, AEW is a new thing. And obviously, I feel like because I'm, I mean, I've always been a WWE guy, so obviously the AEW thing, I'm only going to be really knowing Chris Jericho, uh, formerly known as Jack Swagger. Uh, what's his name? Jake Hager now, I think. Um, Matt Hardy, yes. clearly. I had a feeling Matt Hardy was going over there when he had his release. I knew it was probably going to happen. Uh, the Revival, which... I'm actually, I actually was excited to see that, but I thought they were going to wait a while to actually do it. But clearly, why wait now with everything going on? Obviously, there's not that many yeah. So, why not? Uh, I'm actually thinking Zack Ryder might do it. Or Mark Matt. Oh, I'm whatever. sure. I'm sure. Because I say him and Cody really, are friends. Exactly. They're really close. And knowing that Cody made that post, obviously, that's kind of like the spark it up a little bit. But if you listen to some of the things that he said, obviously, Matt's saying, I'm just going to wait it out and just enjoy my time, which is is totally true. And I feel like, dude, when I hear all these podcasters talking about with the WWE guys talking about, they finally get their chance to be creative on some things. I felt the same way. And I've even had this conversation with you on this. I'm not bearing the whatever. I mean, I'm very thankful for whatever. But you were, you were basically, you had an idea of your gimmick, but it was pretty much handed out more with where I used to wrestle. You know what I mean? Actually, Spinebuster. With Spinebuster, <laughs> y'all have all the freedom y'all have. Yes, yes, know, we we, we get to pick our own gimmick. No, no, I, I felt fine about my gimmick. It was. <laughs> I want to know what Preston's idea was when he first told him, "I'm just going to dance around the ring for about a good ten minutes." <laughs> no, because <laughs> I, I started training when I was um thirteen, and um, it was actually with EPW. Uh, now broken bones. Yeah. Um. When they first said, like they said, you know, your your rename's gonna be Flying J Smooth. 
I love that name, actually. Trademark. I mean, that's better than what I heard with uh, saying Adrian Walker. Like, I was sitting there, I was like, bro, that's not a country type name, I would think. I was like, that sounds like a like Walker the Texas Rangers uh long lost cousin or something. I don't know. Like, no, but the huge thing know. though, it's like most of our um, names, like I know um like most of our like entrance or like maybe entrance or even our, our names actually come from usually jokes that we say it's like eh. like the two short uh-huh. thing came from a joke between um me and my friend me and my friend is like we would insult each other by saying something was too strong. Be like, hey man, you know, uh, you, you know, your tape line looking too strong, boy. I mean, your shoe game looking too strong. And just be like weird insults like that. It was like, man, your breath smelling too strong. Hey, I mean, <laughs> so it became. I will say this, dude. You're one of the known guys out there. I mean, I love, I love watching your matches. Uh, I kind of don't like you doing the headbutt. I think for the long run, you're probably going to be brain dead like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awfully bold of you to think that I'm not already brain dead. <laughs> Bruh, like, my wife literally just sits there and goes, I'm so glad you're not. Like, dude, two years ago, I couldn't even count probably higher than 50 without maybe, like, spacing myself a little bit. Now... I feel like a brand new brain just was in my head. So obviously my memory is still fragile on some things, but I mean, I'm a lot healthier now, whatever. Clearly wrestling, I mean, in general is not going to be great for your body, but no, not at all. we love it. And I mean, yeah, it's a drug. Pay for food. I mean, it is, it, it's a, it's a drug. I mean, it, I mean, that's a great terminology for it. It's a drug and you're, Obviously, you gotta love this thing. So, I mean, it's contagious. <laughs> yeah, because it's like I mean, and that's why a lot of people don't understand. Because people will be like, I don't see how how you go out there, you know, get hurt all like hurt yourself this much and still love this stuff. I'm like, it, when you're out there, and you feel the crowd really get into you. Yes. And you feel all of this. All of a sudden, it's like you get that one hit, and now you're like, I want it again. I want it again. I want it more. I want it more. It was like, that's all you can really think of. That's why you see like a lot of old timers come back in. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like football. Great, great terminology. Say like, obviously you don't like the practices and stuff like that because I mean, it's rough, hot heat, whatever. But when it's the game days or whatever, those are the ones you're like, let's go. I'm excited. Let's go. Exactly, um, exactly. Obviously, wrestling is a lot quicker. The craziest thing is the build-up to show day is the longest I have ever experienced in my life. Right. I say that proudly uh, because when we get in the ring, it feels like you can blink and it's over. And it feels so fast. But obviously, the fans are just like, man, that was a very good match. They went a very good long time. We're sitting there going to the back. Did we give them enough? Like, was that a good time? Like, what? Are we out there? I was like, well, I felt like it was five. And they're like, well, you kind of went almost 12 to 13 minutes. I was like, really? Really? That's it? <laughs> like, you didn't realize that. You really don't realize that. Obviously, a five minute match could be a long time for us for some things, but it's just like, wow. It, I mean, it, it, it blows my mind on some things. I remember sometimes, I remember when we were going in to do the scramble and they were like, all right, you're going to go 15 minutes, whatever. 
obviously they messed the timer up. It felt like it was 25 minutes. So we were going in there. And, I mean, I don't like doing matches where you have to basically plan them out. We had to write this match. We had to write this match down. And I kid you not, bro, we did that plus 20 more, and we were only at seven minutes. <laughs> now, now, let me tell you a story, kind sir. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> we went to go in for the finish, and I'm just sitting there like, bro, rest seven minutes. They looked at the clock, and they're like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, okay, so it was uh, right before the injury, so it was like during the gauntlet match. So um, I remember they told they so we go out there and we're like okay um, we want you to have five minutes for each person okay they walked out like hey five minutes for each person and I remember it was like I'm because I remember like they're supposed to do a beat up angle and like all the uh, things that's supposed to happen is like okay I'm mostly fighting this guy this guy and you need that emotional part where I'm beaten down you know what I mean. Uh-huh. So the whole time, it's just, okay, um, you want me to do five minutes? And I can tell, like, no, guys, we need more time. We need more time to make this thing actually care, the people that actually care about this thing. Because that's the thing about the Bayface wearing the gauntlet is that he is, you know, getting beat up for a long time and wrestling mm-hmm. for a long period. Yep. So I remember. Yep. <laughs> so I remember just like, okay, so how much time have you got? And I just remember, like, forgot, I forgot how much how much time the brother said, but I just remember, okay, so we got a good second now. So, I mean, the first match happens, and in my eyes, it's gone in a flash. Second match happens, mm-hmm. it's gone in another flash. And then it's me and Proc, which I, I will say that's probably my favorite match I've done from a pure story aspect. Like, I remember I'll go back, I'll watch it, and I will skip it just to that part and just be like, this is a story where this is like one spot he does that I will always just show people like this is like the crowd reacted to it perfectly and everything. I'm literally crawling up my tag team partner's leg, like I'm not gonna stop fighting. And then I just remember going in, like I look like I'm about to go for a punch. I go in for a big hug, like I'm not gonna stop fighting you, but I love you. Then Proc just pats yeah. me on the back, like all right, it's over. And gives not only me, but the fans a little gut in the like a punch to the gut, and oh, just the crowd's reaction to it. I get another goosebumps. I was, I was really I, I, oh. I, dude, I, when I watched it, I actually was like, wow, they've got this crowd. Like, they've got it with the palm of their hands. They could go another 10 minutes, and it wouldn't matter what that reaction was. When Brock hit you in that gut, it was kind of like that spot where, obviously, you remember in WrestleMania where Shinsuke low-blowed uh, AJ. Yes, yes. That's kind of like, like what I felt with that. I was like, wow. <laughs> that was a game-changer. Because like, the fans – there, I love them. I love to combine y'all, combine y'all on CCW because y'all have y'all's own fan base. Y'all have y'all's own crowd. They invest in y'all's own storylines and stuff. And Spinebuster did not like when y'all were first in the ring together. So because they knew y'all were Southern strong style. Mm-hmm. When you came back for the whatever, 
And when you did that hug spot, they were just like, oh, my gosh. Like, what's going to happen? Like, I even looked at it. I was like, oh, man, please tell me Clock ain't trying to heal on this. Like, <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. I actually want to see Southern Strong Star in the, in the – like, come on. Like, y'all worked me for a minute. And, like, it, I think since I've been out of the ring for a while now, I've kind of got more to be in the fan again, which I love that type of feeling because, obviously, you watch wrestling for so – when you do it, you critique it to an extent to be like, all right, why am I not there? You know what I mean? Like, yes. I can be, you know, but when you get back to that fan personality, that's when you start loving it to a different extent. Again. And obviously, you've never took that stuff for granted. And I will gladly say that with you, Croc, Hanson, or anyone. Um, Jay, I hate to sit here and say I got to close this out, brother, but I am telling oh, you. Is going to happen, my friend. It is not Southern, but Southern. I mean, what what are we gonna call that? Okay, uh, when we talked about doing a the name of the tag team that you wanted to do, because you were sitting here telling me you were gonna get a mask and you were gonna get my gloves too. And I remember you oh, were yeah. marked out so much when gloves, and you were like, "I want to wear the mask." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, you're supposed to be a worker. And you're supposed to be professional. You're like, dude, I'm a mark for this. Like, I don't care. <laughs> and I remember taking a picture with you in my gloves and stuff. I think it was on your birthday, if I remember correctly. I, I want to say yes. It was my birthday. We were doing a show. And I was like, listen. I remember you said happy birthday. He was like, and you, and you said it was like, uh, you wear your gift. I was like, listen, all I want is to be able to wear the mask and put the gloves on. And he's a picture with you. Yep. <laughs> That's all. He's like, you're a legend. There we go. And I was like, yep, you know what? I Jay's my mark. Let's go. <laughs> but no, I think I remember it was. I think it was like America's Too Strong. It was tag yes. team. Yes, America's Too Strong. Too Strong USA or something. It was like one that. of those two. Because I remember it was like Too Strong America, America's Too Strong or USA Too Like one of those. It was like, that'll be yeah. our tag team. You got a chant, too strong, and I was going to get the USA chant going on. I yeah. remember that, yeah. It's like, USA's too strong. <laughs> you and Hanson are encouraging me to run. My gosh. I keep telling people I'm done, I'm done. And then I get, and this is why I haven't really done interviews with all my guy friends that have been in the ring because, yeah. I was like, I know they're going to get me to start pushing me back into doing this. I know they are. Listen, listen. listen so this is like, yeah. a third member. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. And Brock was even saying that too. And I, and I remember having posts. is like, I feel like a comeback's coming back soon. Hey. And Matter's like, Matter's like, hey, man, let us know when you're ready. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like y'all can't just let me go. <laughs> man, it's a wrestling business, man. As soon as they you ran away, we start dragging you back. Come on, you got five more bumps in you. You got fifty more bumps in you. Oh, don't worry, you'll be in there for a minute. Oh, Jay, go off the counter again. Oh man, there was like five things in my eyes. Sorry, you had to go twenty minutes, but you did great. Oh. I was like, yeah, I just got. I remember that. What I was about to say oh, that gauntlet match ended up going an hour long. Yeah, it was a long match. 
I was shocked on the film. I was just like, man, I was like, they're a show. <laughs> like, wow. I remember going back just like, so, hey, so, and it's like, everyone's like, you went super long. I'm like, how long did I go? They showed me the time. Fudge, I went an hour. <laughs> And that was the first match. That was the first match, too. Y'all had what? About six matches on that card? Yes. (laughs) That was the first match. So I was like, oh, no. I'm sorry, guys. I think I just killed killed this crowd. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah, that's like a WrestleMania-type match right there. Like the Kofi Kingston moment, and then all of a sudden – you expect to cheer for Becky Lynch at the very end. It's just like, man, we've already gave everything we got. Like, come exactly. On. Y'all just got to say, no, that's it. That's the show. There's the gauntlet match. Thanks for coming. That, that's it. That's, <laughs> I, you guys came to see me and no one else. Exactly. All right, Jay, you want to close it out, bro? Anything you want to say? Uh, plug in your social medias? Ah, uh, yes. You all can follow me at the kid, da-da, double D. J2 Strong on Instagram. Follow me on my Facebook at JTWO Strong on Facebook. And uh, uh, you can find me on MySpace with me and Todd, who always talk to each other. <laughs> I'm also trying, I'm trying to book, I'm trying to get my Club Penguin subscription back. So you can also look for me there. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, brother. Pleasure talking to you, man. I miss you. Uh, I'm so glad to see you're doing well. I and I and I honestly thought when this quarantine thing was going on, I was like, yeah, I gotta do a podcast for Jay, or Jay's gonna literally just lose his mind. <laughs> All right, I was gonna be angry if you didn't invite me. <laughs> I know. I, and it was so funny. Like literally, when I get propped up, so going. I literally posted the picture, and you go, hey, I didn't know you had a podcast. I'm ready whenever you're ready. (laughs) How dare you get here before me? I am insulted. (laughs) Actually, when I do the post for the social media thing, I'm going to do a picture of the one you sent me, and obviously I'm going to do the picture where you got to have the gloves. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, bro. Uh, I'm looking forward uh, for part two bigger, better, stronger oh yeah bro best believe uh, alright Jay love you man be safe you too bye bye <laughs> alright it's time to take the go home cue I'm sad to say it but first and foremost I would like to thank my brother my good friend Jay too strong for joining me today Oh my gosh, my chest is hurting so bad from still laughing. I, I I can't believe it. And I still just cannot believe the story that Jay had about his wardrobe for AEW. Even mind-blowing, he couldn't find dirt. Dirt or mud. <laughs> Who can't find dirt or mud in Georgia? <laughs> but hey, I would love to... Just say thank you, Jay, for just joining me today. Uh, it was a blast. I I needed this. Uh, like I said, I've had a rough day with car issues and everything, but luckily that kind of cheered me up. But, hey, we make the best of every day. But I would like to thank everyone 
that joined us today that everyone that's listening i just hope we didn't bore y'all i hope y'all were entertained i hope we gave y'all some nice little knowledge about wrestling we gave y'all i'm hoping everyone's gonna start searching on youtube about the man too strong jay i'm telling y'all y'all will not be disappointed this guy i guarantee you is probably gonna be in the higher leagues if he keeps putting the hustle to the ground and keep keep going keep pushing when quarantine's off and running jay's gonna be running like no other again jay proc hold my beer hansen all these guys and even many many more and hopefully we'll be getting more episodes with more of my friends from the ring more of my brothers from the ring but until that time i hope everyone washes their hands i hope everyone stays safe i hope you protect your own stay clean stay safe more importantly I will be coming back when I have more buzz with you later down the road. Later.